This is the Murphy, Sam, and Jody Weekend Replay Podcast. Picking out some of our favorite moments from this past week, and it starts now. And since life has a way of getting busy and away from you every single day, that's why we've got the Murphy, Sam, and Jody Podcast, a free and easy way for you to catch up on anything that you might have missed here. Um, the other night, Murphy and I went to dinner, mm-hmm. and Murphy picked the place, and it was a, la- a loud restaurant, which is fine. I mean, it's a fun place to eat. And... Um, <laughs> What happened was so funny to me. So it was crowded, too. We had to wait 20 minutes for a table. And once we got seated, we were sitting next to a table with, like, four adults. You know, uh, it's like two couples, and they all had small-ish children. And those kids were running around the tables and doing what kids do. And Murphy and I are... We are easy on that. Like, yeah. if a kid crashes into our table, we don't care. We had kids once in a restaurant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we had know kids what. that actually used to crawl over the back of the booth. You and know, throw to, jello. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> Whoa. I... Well, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, Phoebe used to crawl over and speak to the people behind us. <laughs> now, she was three years old when yeah. she did that. But, yeah, she... So, but... and And the parents did... What we knew they would do. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like this little girl almost crashed right into you because yeah, she was not paying. She and her brother, and it was funny because the, they were picking on each other's brother and sister. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, they bumped the into me, but like, it, was, it was no big deal. I'm so sorry, and it's like, oh, it's okay. We we and they're just being kids, and the mom's like, stop it. You know, and that's okay. I understand. I've been in that place too. You think that your kid is going to disturb everybody in the restaurant? It's not yeah. the case. It's most people understand that kids are being kids. Yeah. Most most. But what was also funny is that after that, that that happened, Murphy, there it's a loud restaurant, but I started paying attention to them. They were really cute, the families. Yeah. I and, couldn't see them from where I was sitting. And you couldn't hear the conversation, but I could. The, first of all, one of the moms was, she talks like me. She was talking with her hands. Yeah. And what she was doing with her hands it, is what drew me in to try to hear what she was saying, mm-hmm. y'all. She was describing to the other couples a vasectomy <laughs> what <laughs> with her hands kidding you yes huh. and then they cut and then they do this and i'm like wow and i started once y'all started watching her mouth move i could hear what she was saying and she really knew her business is that because she's a nurse or because her husband had had one i did i couldn't figure that part out oh. either he had had one and his back was to us either he had had one or she works for urologist yeah, yeah. it was so funny and i was like murphy do you hear this conversation <laughs> And you were like, I can't hear a thing. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't hear a thing. But the forensics part of me wonders if that followed the whole, I don't think we're going to have any more kids. Right. Yeah. Those Ah. kids just ran into that nice man. I love my job week. We want to hear about you. 877-310-4MSJ. What's going on, Allie? I love my job. I called in to tell you that I am a activity supervisor per se in a skilled nursing care center and i coordinate all the fun stuff from we have ages from 30 to 104 and we do just a lot of different variety of things and i absolutely love it the stories that i've learned from all the individuals that come through our our community it's just it's a wonderful wonderful job what is the most unusual what would what activity would surprise us the fact that how they like to give back to the community, how they like to make things for the the animal shelters and the homeless shelters, putting together um, toilety bags for the homeless shelters. Mm-hmm. And, um, I love it. The fact that they're still interested in going to, the men still want to go to Hooters and the women still want to <laughs> go out and 
Um, oh, thank God I have that to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. We, we keep it fun. I love that. I bet that is wonderful. I bet you never forget anyone either that you work with. Nope. I have worked at the same facility for 25 years. It's it's wonderful to see those the elderly still doing things they like to do. Right. Do as much as you can, right? Yeah. That's awesome, Allie. Thank you for sharing. Allie said... For patients from 30 on up. So I guess it's not well, a, yeah. a nursing home, per se. It could be like a it's rehab It's a community, center. right. Yeah. It's a community. Yeah. Have you ever um, been, visited what, a place like that? There's a lot more activity than you think. Yeah. The the dances and the games and does lunches your, and social stuff. Speaking of which, does Papa still do that? Your Papa? He doesn't. No. My Papa used to go, and because he's a retired minister, and sing to people in the nursing home yeah old like gospel songs and johnny cash music but and it's it was hard to watch that happen where he couldn't do it anymore yeah. because he's he has eyesight issues yeah. now and, things and he like just that. he just turned 93 so yeah mm-hmm. yeah he would love to it was a way he continued to minister after he retired yeah you notice the common thing for a lot of these calls this week about i love my job week is interaction with people right having a positive impact on other people right what do you do and why do you love it? 877-310-4MSJ. So, Vicki, you're a court reporter? I am. I'm a court stenographer, court reporter, same thing. Okay. Um, I love my job because I learn about a variety of different topics on a daily basis. Totally. I, I learn about medical, mm-hmm. um, engineering, um, some of the things you don't want to learn about, because yeah. you know, I do criminal things also, sure. but um, the mm-hmm. civil aspect of it is, is very interesting. Yeah. You know, there are days where it's tough, but I would say for the majority, I do love my job. I love my coworkers. I love the judges I work for. So awesome. that makes it very nice. All right. I, I, I have an important question, Vicki, because this, this one yes, I've sir. wondered for decades. Every time you see a court reporter sure. on TV or wherever, <laughs> they're sitting there typing on that <laughs> little what looks like a little adding machine. So obviously you don't have all the keys. What are you typing? Uh, It's a shorthand. Mm -hmm. So when we graduate court reporting school, we have to be able to type at 225 words a minute. So like you said, it's not. And let me tell you, in court, they do not talk 225 words. It's more 260 to 280 words a minute. Oh, wow. Um, but you are right. There are not all the letters on the machine. It's called a steno, stenograph machine. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had to say, yeah, hold on, can you go back and repeat that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> more times than I can count. Really? <laughs> yeah, because sometimes, you know, if you don't hear them, you know, it's our job to get verbatim every sure. word that's said in the courtroom. So sure. if we don't hear... We have to be able to speak up and say, I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Or What's really hard, though, is if it's just somebody that maybe doesn't speak clearly. Sure. And you can't ask somebody to speak any clearer if that's <laughs> the way they, they talk. Yeah. You know? that, <laughs> I bet that makes you, in right. real life, an incredible listener. <laughs> oh, yes. And my husband will, will verify that. And sometimes it's to his detriment. Of course. <laughs> you know, that I remember every single thing. And Sad, right. I, I listen to every... You know, every point somebody's just making or every time someone speaks, I I take it in so much because that's my job and my outside personal life. What we do every day becomes a part of how we are and how we move and live. Yes. That is so cool. I am so glad that you called and I'm glad you love it. Thank you. I love listening. I love listening to you guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you for that. Vicki, can you read back that last paragraph for us? (laughs) (laughs) 
I love you guys so much. <laughs> Have a great one. Have a great day. You too. Let's move on to the dating world. Sam, it's been a while for you since you had a profile up, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? Oh, I helped you write yours. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. I I thought you would have gotten a lot of swipes. (laughs) Is that what it's called? Yeah. You swipe or something? Okay. They're called um, dates, but yeah. Yeah, life. dates, <laughs> interest, clicks, yeah. whatever. Chicks. I don't know. <laughs> Chicks anyway, who click. I came across this online more than once recently, and I thought we should talk about it for anyone single. What is missing on many, many, many people's dating profile is, what do you think? It's like a wild guess, both of you. Uh, I love when I make you guess things. And a real picture. Oh, no. that's probably true. Uh, that's not the, that's not the answer there. Dogs? Oh. No. Oh, don't know. Humor. Oh. Humor well, is okay. missing what? that That's a big that that's like if you can make somebody laugh with your profile, even if it's just a chuckle, if you show your your uh, sense of humor, people are more likely to go to be drawn to it. Well, just yeah, as, just if as it's in real life. Too straight and stiff, it's going to be like mm-hmm. I think yours was funny. I think it was too. I can't remember. What is it? Is it tough to do that because some people read things differently? Somebody might not read it as funny. You well, know what I'm saying? I could they, see that, but it's also you. It's it's you demonstrating your your sense of humor. your humor. So if so somebody if, gets it, then they're probably a yeah, match, right? Yeah. If they okay. don't get it. That's okay. All right, that makes right? sense. You yeah. can't be with somebody who if, doesn't get your sense. Exactly. Of humor. If they don't get it, do you want to date them? Okay. No. No. You're cracking jokes, and they're like, I I just don't get it. <laughs> Next. <laughs> it's true. Sense of humor is so important that you have the same sort of, because humor is going to get you through things yeah. in life oh, does, that yeah. nothing else can. Oh, my gosh. So anyway, just something to think about for those in the dating world. Yeah. I've come across that more often than not recently, and I wanted to share it. You know, if you think it's funny, believe in it. Be brave with it and put yeah, it out there. run with it. Yeah. I guess you could bounce it off of a friend who you know well, too, who shares the same sense of humor. So that means Sam can bounce it off of Murphy. There you go. (laughs) Loved hearing from you this week online. It's been I Love My Job Week. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, Before we get to Heath's beautiful email about why he loves his job, it's a really good one. I just want to say... We enjoy I Love My Job Week so much because we get to hear from you. We get to hear about your life and what you do. And I also think it's beautiful for anyone listening to know that there are there's so many roles to be played in this world. And you can't know that growing up. When you grow up mm. and you're a kid, in my experience anyway, I knew what my mom did. I knew what my dad did. I knew what a couple of other people in the neighborhood did. And I... That's that's how I saw the world. I didn't yeah. know that there were so many options. Well, think about it. You're asked, you know, it, it, what do you want to be? Exactly, which makes it sound like what's the one thing you yeah, want to and be? There's and no, choosing yeah. one can be difficult. You got to stop boxing people in that way. And just the more you live and mm-hmm. learn that there, like I had a cousin who she's a PhD now. She years ago I ran into her at her wedding. Look, what are you doing? Well, I'm going to grad school. I'm going to be a psychologist, but I want to help specifically children with with music therapy. And I was like, my mind was blind. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> what do you do, Jody? I work with two idiots on a radio show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, so that's why we like it, and we hope it has helped you open up your mind mm-hmm. a little bit. So, from our uh, email, murphysamandjody.com. This is from Heath. Hey guys. Um, 
I want to tell you why I love my job. I have autism and I work at a college. I used to be in a customer service type position, but when I began to have issues linked to my condition, my supervisors stepped in and helped me get a new autism friendly position. Hmm. I work in records now. I have access to things I need, such as noise canceling headphones, fidget toys, and an organized routine that is re- that is repetitive and helps me feel secure. Yeah. I also have access to quiet rooms for meditation and online therapy sessions. I am incredibly blessed with supervisors and coworkers who understand my struggles and provide me with ways to use my condition for good. Feel free to share my story. You got it, Heath. That is beautiful. And he Heath. says, "Go on. Uh, thanks. You, thank you. That we're awesome. And You're props awesome." Props to his uh, supervisors and too, right? You know, for for doing that, right? He's saying this person is valuable, but we need to make mm-hmm. a few, you know, whatever alterations to the position. So be it. Totally love to hear from you. Reach out to us anytime eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. You can call or text, or of course, hit us up on social. How many times have you heard in your life, man? I just would love to live on the water. I would. Yeah, I well, love the, that smell. Yeah, what kind of water? I mean, you need beach or a pond, like you need a lake. What are you What are you talking about? Beach or lake? Beach or lake? Okay. Preferably beach. Yeah, I know everybody want thinks they want that, but it's like yeah. I'd, I'd have to. If I did do that, I would have to have a boat because I got to get out on it. Okay, you got to get on the At water. The beach yeah. or a lake? <laughs> yeah, I guess more so in a lake. Welcome yeah. to the game show of the <laughs> beach or the lake. Okay, I asked that question because I've heard Murphy say that. More times than I can count. Yeah, and I it, it, wish I could. We could live on the water somewhere. Well, it was the you know growing up going to the beach every summer is one of those. But to for me, you, for yes. it's not always just the beach. I mean, a wide open waterway or lake or something's. Beautiful. We're going to visit your friend soon, Mark, and he lives yeah, on a lake. He does, and that is going to give Murphy the bug to be near a body of water. I know it. Oh, I live on a. Well, well a you pond, really. that counts though. Yeah, yeah but it doesn't. It's not the same feeling. No, it's. <laughs> It's a mitigation pond, I believe, right? Yeah. When I can spit and hit the other side. <laughs> Sorry. As opposed to look for eternity and see nothing. <laughs> well, here's the reason I bring it up. The word is research shows just being near water really does boost your mental health. There's so many things oh, that yeah. happen it to you. It seems like it would relax you, stress-wise. Ah, oh, thank you, Murphy. It's a sense of awe. Okay, it expands your mind a little. It's a full sensory experience, the sound, the smell. Yeah. Um, it feels like something familiar, especially if you went to the beach a lot when you were a kid, or if that or if you associate that with, you know, family happy times, happy which you times, do, Murphy. Yeah. Relaxation. You associate it with relaxation. That's another thing. And it is relaxing. The sound that Murphy's playing here, that, that's what I go to sleep to at night. On, mm-hmm. I tell her to play oh, ocean? Ocean, ocean sounds nice. and get waves all night Good, long. and it relaxes you. The other part of it is that blue spaces are good for your mental health. That's why I have blue in our bedroom, so much blue. Murphy, okay. you didn't know that's a calming color for me. It's yeah. a lot of light blue in our bedroom. Okay. Um, and they, they also say, this is interesting to know, that urban water stuff counts too. So if you can't get to the ocean or a lake... You know, fountains, in the oh, count, yeah. and like pools. fountains, or a yeah. river, or pools. a creek that runs through town. Bathtubs even count. Water is good mm. for your mental, oh. mo- you know, space. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ for I love my job week. Hi Mika, are we saying that right? Um, it's pronounced Mika. Mika, very unique. It is yes. unique and beautiful, Mika. I'm going to say it a bunch of times because that's a trick for me remembering a name and saying it right. That's okay, right, Mika. Jody. <laughs> okay. Um, well, it actually 
raccoon. Oh. And so if you think uh, Pocahontas, the raccoon's name is Miko. Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> you just schooled us. Huh. <laughs> Mika. All right. So you love your job? I do. Me and my crew, we listen to y'all all the way until about five minutes till clock out when my phone dies. Wow. Oh, so sweet. So where are you listening? Like, what do you do? What do you do? We are the cafeteria people. Yay. Uh, the unofficial title is Lunch Ladies. Yeah, yeah. Lunch Ladies. You're so important. So tell us about it. Why do you love it? Well, I love it because I get to, I am specifically, our crew is with elementary. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I get to be the ones that when kids can't eat because of stuff at home or yeah. they're trying to make sure their siblings eat first, mm. they have comfort knowing that we get to feed them at least twice. And sometimes some of the kids we send snack packs home with as well. Love it. And it just brightens my day to see their smile and happy to see us. Yeah. And just those little smiles and knowing that that light behind their eye is because we are constantly feeding them, constantly making sure that they know they are heard, they are listened to, right. and that they are important no matter how small they are. Oh, you're feeding wow. you're feeding them so much more than just that lunchroom pizza or whatever you're feeding. That's so good. So, Mika, uh, since you work in the cafeteria, I guess that means you know how to make cafeteria rolls and square pizza? <laughs> yes. Um, when we do the square ones, it's a little harder, and we do have to hand-make those. Yum. Um, we do them on a sheet pan and then do it like a normal pizza and then cut it after it's cooked. Right. Yeah. Well, I think the reason that everybody talks about school um, square pizza at school is because it was really the best comfort food that the school cafeteria offered. Yeah. Period. It's the one oh, 100%. that... 100%. Right. I love that you do this and that you love it and that you called. Me too. Y'all have a wonderful day, and I hope y'all keep bringing smiles to everyone just like you do to me. Thank you, Mika. Very weird after the show podcast yesterday, now that I think well, about it. You, you know, brought I, it in, Murphy. Well, I mean, your <coughs> it started toe, that, little toe. <laughs> it started that innocently enough, yeah, because I've been kicking the same toe for months now, and it just it doesn't. It's awful. It's but, probably broken. Yeah, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Somebody's been on WebMD again. <laughs> um, but it, but still, you know, Jody brought up her my grandmother, your grandmother, my mom, who had I'm no toenails on her two big toes. My dad's grandmother, Mama Thelma, she passed away when I was like ten years old. But when she was when I was younger, very young girl, I'd spent some time with her. I thought, I know she was missing her big toenail on one toe, and there's something in my child's mind that thinks it was both toenails. That's And that's what Sam was saying, like, both toenails? Yeah, so it maybe it was just one. Odd. Maybe it was just one, and I was so traumatized by it. I have a fear of losing a toenail, which I never have. Yeah, but. it's weird as a kid how that, you know, because I was really scared of feet as kids. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. I mean, I Everybody has what? Everybody has a family member with some bad feet, right? I mean, it's yeah. everybody's yeah. got one where the first. And if time, you don't know who it is, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. And wait, a lot of people who have you know not so great feet, me, they don't, they don't, they can't do anything about it. It's not their well, fault. You know, it's it, it's one thing when you, when you keep your feet to yourself, but you know sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they push their feet on you. You know what I mean? On a plane, like, honey. I mean, you know, I've had a long day. Will you rub my feet? I don't do that. To well, you. no, no, no. You don't do that. But I'm saying that I this would is never do that. When you're a kid, I mean, I remember my dad would. I don't think he expected it, but you know he, he liked a, it. He had a long day at Exxon, and we'd pulled his boots uh, off. He wanted, you know, aww. comfort. Yeah. 
Well, anyway. Do you ever rub your dad's feet? No. Okay. No. We bought him one of those things that you pour water in and it vibrates when you oh. plug it in. <laughs> I rubbed my dad's feet. Problem. He would lean back in his recliner and he would say, Jody, would you take my boots off for me? And he would make it hard for me. Yeah. He played a trick on me. Take my boots off. It's real oh, yeah, easy. Yeah. And then and he would flex his fit. foot. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. I would pull and pull and pull. And then he'd let go. And then I'd fly across the room. Well, uh, that's cute. <laughs> I know. That's comedy. He, he was so cute. <laughs> And then he wanted me to rub his feet, which I wouldn't. Uh-huh. We had a standoff about it because I knew he took me across the room. Ah, yeah. Rub his foot, standoff. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys ready for how humor can make or break a relationship? Are oh, you yeah. ready for this? That makes sense to me. <clears throat> does it? Um, Sam, does it make sense to you? Make or break? It depends on what break means because it, is it breaking it because it's inappropriate humor? No. no, breaking it because it doesn't exist, probably. Oh. <laughs> That's what I would yeah. think. Probably, right? Mr. Research over here. I I'm tell you what, be... if there was no humor, that would break it for me. It would. Yeah. I know. Okay, okay, okay. This is so interesting. So, yes, humor is important. It can make or break a relationship, but it's about laughing together mm-hmm. if you're not laughing together that's a bad sign so if you think somebody's hysterical or if you think they make a great joke and that is part of your attraction to them great but that is not going to carry you through years and years if you're not laughing together at right. life you know what i mean does that make sense definitely yeah. i yeah mm-hmm. yeah because there i can vouch for that oh. because that oh. person and you're not getting names i know that uh that person could have a sense of humor and it's just different than yours. Exactly. Or in a situation where you think we should both be laughing at this because it's an inside and right. they don't or yeah. they're, they're not on board. It's like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's so a I'm, lot to ask for. To You're not always in sync. Right. That's a fact in any relationship that right. you are not always in sync. And especially in marriages, there are seasons. But if you can laugh together and you do laugh together often enough, it is a strengthening mm-hmm. thing. Well, that's what a shared inside joke is, really, right? Yeah. You know, because you really are, you're laughing together. Even yeah. if it's something nobody else gets, the two of you get it. That I, makes it. Yeah. I, we know a couple, Murphy, that. Inside jokes? No, no, no. There's a couple that we that we know of. Oh, people. And he is very funny, and she does not have much of a sense of humor. And we just, it's interesting. And they're a strong couple, hmm. right? They're a good couple. Yeah, I don't know. How it's yeah, all of this. Not, all this not naming names is confusing me. It's polite yeah. to not name names. Well, I understand that. Well, on this couple too. It, I mean, there are so many intricacies in a relationship. Sure. The humor could be one part of it. You're right. You're right. It's not clicked. everything. It's yeah. not everything. But you're naturally drawn to somebody that you can laugh with. But yeah. a lot of times, you're drawn to somebody who makes you laugh. But that doesn't mean it's going to be in sync, like you said. Sam, yeah. you've been there. Murphy, you know my friend Anita who works every year at this big book resale sale. Yeah, it's a book sale benefit, basically. Right. It benefits the big libraries and all this for the area. And um, so people donate books all year long. And Mm -hmm. then you go once a year. Man, our glorious few days. I, I'm a nerd. I love that thing. Yeah. I I leave there with a stack of books. It's like, man, I have to buy a new book for months. And then I have an e-reader, so I'm all set. You know what's weird to me is when we donate a lot of those books, they don't like taking my self-help books because they say that they don't resell. They don't. But, but the thing Go is, figure. But they sold in the first place. It's like one of the biggest categories of books. Why doesn't it resell? I don't know. Maybe people who own those books hold on to them. You know what? That could be true. I thought it was your I mean, marketing books that they didn't take. 
Hmm. Anybody wants- see, those kind of books are the kind you would always refer back to. Yeah. Because if something hits you, like, you know what, there was something in X book in X chapter that I want to use in my next business meeting. <laughs> Every time Murphy reads so, one of those books, he's like, you know, I've read this sort of thing before, but this is just a new take on it. I'm like, <laughs> okay, hot stuff. <laughs> Sexy talk. Yeah. Anyway, look, I want to tell you what Anita shared with me the other day. What? Okay, so she works there, and they do intake all the time. They get big donations all the time, and they had this big shipment of books uh, like that were dropped off, like a yeah. big shipment, tons of them, and they're getting them out of the boxes, and one of the ladies who works there felt one book, and it felt different. It felt wrong to her, mm-hmm. and come to find out, <laughs> they opened it up, and it was one of those fake books. <gasps> that, Did it have a gun yeah. in it or a hammer? <laughs> You know, it's one of those books that you, it looks like a book, but it's not really a book, and you hide stuff in it. They found very fine jewelry. Oh. Somebody opened it up, and there was family, several pieces of real, very fine jewelry. So what happened is, and normally when these things get dropped off, they never know who donated it, and they never know what happens, but they knew... One of the people, and since it was so many books, there was some identifying information in a couple of the books. So they were able to reach out to the family, and sure enough, someone had passed away, Mm. and the family gets everything together and donates it and didn't realize they donated some fine jewelry. Wow. So they got the jewelry back to them. But isn't that cool? That wasn't finder's keepers, though? No. Uh. That was give it back to where it belongs. Uh, Karma stuff. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But it's just before you donate stuff... Look through it, maybe especially books. We like hearing about your life. What are you doing? Like, what do you do? Do you love it? It's called I Love My Job Week. So 877-310-4MSJ. What's going on, Pilar? I love my job. Uh, Every single day I go to a different court. Mm -hmm. I'm an interpreter for those people who cannot speak English. Oh. Um, I'm a Spanish-English interpreter. Love it. Mm. Yeah, it's probably yeah, so. a lot of people that need your help. What kind of things do you interpret for them, if you can say? Yeah, well, I mean, different courts, like um, magistrate courts, superior courts, right. federal courts. I, I do all kinds of mm-hmm. interpreting, um, from a traffic ticket to drug lords, to oh, wow. awful things, to great things. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. Is it, is it a nine-to-five thing, or do you get called out at different times? It's basically nine-to-five, but mm-hmm. every day I go to a different court. Yeah. Okay. So, like, today I'm driving about three hours mm. in court, meaning that it's about three hours from my home. Wow. Okay. Is what you do... Like they have to pay for this, or is this a service provided by the court? This is a service provided by the court. Okay. I have I have been doing this for twenty plus years, oh and goodness. I have never ever received a penny from the defendant. Got it. Always okay. been the case. Okay. Always the court. My goodness. And it's, it's very rewarding. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Right, because you're helping people through something they couldn't navigate otherwise. You're very important. Absolutely. I when I moved to the United States, I did not speak English, mm. and I understand how they feel. Yes, and uh, it's extremely important for them to be able to communicate. Yes, so beautiful. I love that you do this and that you shared it with us. Thank you for this. 
Oh, you're very welcome. And I enjoy your show. Uh, every morning when I'm driving, I'm <laughs> listening to you guys. Thank you for that. And by the way, your English is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Your voice is oh, beautiful. Thank you. Okay. You are so sweet. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pilar. All right. Have a great Bye. day in court. Okay. Uh, bye-bye. bye-bye. We were saying earlier that humor, and this is so true, can make or break a relationship. And the long and the short of it being just because you think someone is funny or someone makes you laugh or they have a sense of humor doesn't mean it's going to work. The key is being able to laugh together. Couples mm-hmm. who laugh together have a bond. I mean, people who laugh together, you form a bond. Yeah. If you find you the same do. things funny, it's a connection. You're right. Sure. If you don't find the same things funny, like, first of all, let's just say, Sam, what? one of the funniest people on the planet. Yes, Makes everybody laugh. He does. And I'm sure that is a big draw. I would say that all of your relationships. You're going to say that's all I got, right? No. <laughs> of course not. What? Of course not. We'd have to go ask your four exes. That's not all you've got. But I know it's a draw. You know it's a draw. It is your magic gift. It's your cape. I'm reading that Matthew Perry book right now. I'm almost done with it. Oh, so good. He knows he's funny. He has used that as a magic weapon for all of his life. And he even said, I thought this was interesting. I thought of you guys. When you know he was hanging out with Valerie Bertinelli and he was in, in love with her, he said, He's always been able to make people laugh, but making her laugh, he felt like he was 10 feet tall. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm 10 sure, feet yeah. tall. He described it as a high. Yeah. Uh-huh. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the 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 trick of it is if you laugh, if you can laugh together. Yeah. Because being funny is does not mean, and, and people get attracted to people that are funny, but it doesn't mean it's shared. Yeah, based relationship on that. Yeah. Right. Plus the fact that, I mean, me being funny, yeah, it's one thing, but it can be annoying at times. you got to know when to turn it off. <laughs> I've never found it annoying. But have you had no. somebody tell you that before? Have you been? No, I just, I just, I mean, if you're, okay, but you you work with me a few hours a day. You you're don't right. live with me. A lot of hours. I do yeah. not live with you. But I mean, if you you're lived right. with me and I was constantly, hey, hey, well, first puns all, and nobody, w- nobody does that constantly. In fact, well, underneath the comedy. There's tragedy. It's the dark. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you know the the thing about if you were funny all the time, something funny usually is about what's unexpected. And so if somebody's yeah. being funny all the time, right? Then maybe that's why it's not funny because it's not unexpected anymore. <laughs> Am I becoming too cerebral about this? You know what? I don't that's know. not Sam, funny. Tell us a joke. 